What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Backup Fantasy Sports, almost an emergency episode of Backup Fantasy Sports. It is Thursday, February 15th. My name is Ewan, and on today's episode, we're going to get into some F1 fantasy because the game launched. What? I was not expecting this at all. Yes, I literally put out a video yesterday, off-season roundup, where I was talking about F1 put out a little picture that said, counting down coming soon and i was all on here being like okay like great news they got a game like woohoo um but yeah it they launched it they they actually launched it before testing which i could not believe um it was a fun day on x with the rest of the f1 fantasy community kind of just being like what just happened like look at these prices and i have a full breakdown of it but first we're just going to get right into it we're going to build a team from scratch this is what we want to do this is why we all play this game building our fantasy f1 lineup so let's just do this right off the bat i've got three teams this is the first team i built right out of the gate as soon as the game came live as soon as i refreshed my app because i actually had 2023 prices on there to begin with and i was like this is very not good but yes here we go this is the first team right here max verstappen daniel ricardo yuki sonoda esban akon alexander albon and then red bull and visa cash app rb which is just rb in the app so maybe we're just gonna start calling these guys rb i don't know but like wow just the prices here. Let's look on here over on the right. Sorted by value. So Max coming in at 30, Lando 23, Sergio 20.8, Lewis under 20. I was stunned that they did that. 19.3, Charles Leclerc 19.1, Oscar Piastri 19. RIP Oscar Piastri as an F1 fantasy asset as of right now. George Russell, 18.8. Carlos Sainz, 18.5. So they did kind of bunch all those guys up. I thought it was going to be Lando bunched with all those guys and Oscar would be down, but Lando's in a league of his own over here. Just unbelievable. I can't believe the kind of prices they put out there. Fernando Alonso, 15.8. He's kind of the in-betweener here. The Would love to have him, but like 3 million lower there, 5 million than the next guy. Gonna be really tough to get Alonzo in our F1 fantasy lineups for the beginning of the season, at least. Lance Stroll 10.7. The Visa Cash App boys here 9.0 for Daniel Ricardo. Yuki Sonoda comes in at eight. Did not expect that either. Really thought they would price Yuki above Ricardo. Esteban Ocon and Pierre Gasly, the French twins coming in here, 7.8 million. Both of them. Uh, they obliterated Alpine and they are the early favorites for the Aston Martin of 2024 because they really punished Alpine for their bad season. Like these guys are valuable assets. They're still good drivers. There's no way Esteban Ocon can DNF as many times as he did last season. So early budget favorites would be the Alpine guys. Alexander Albon here, 7 million. Kind of thought he would come in a little bit higher. Joe Guan Yu, Valtteri Bottas, 6.6 .6 for Joe Guan Yu, 6.4 for Valtteri Bottas. Nico Hulkenberg, 6.4 as well. Kevin Magnussen, 6.2. And Logan Sargent, my guy right here on the t-shirt, coming up the rear, 5.5 million. So the entire grid has kind of been priced up because last year we were all starting at like 4 million 
for Logan Sargent right off the bat. So very interesting prices here. As we move over to the constructors, I'm actually surprised that they had Red Bull as cheap as they did in my price predictions video, which you can still check out on the channel at Backup Fantasy Sports. See how wrong I was. We're actually going to get to that later in the video. I had Red Bull way higher than this, but 27.9 million for Red Bull. They actually kind of went down from last year. Then McLaren, 23.2. Mercedes, 20.1. Ferrari, 19.3. Aston Martin, 13.6. RB, 8.3. 5, Alpine 8.4, Kicksauber 6.6, Williams 6.3, and Haas 6.3 as well. So they kind of matched all those three down at the bottom there. I thought that would be the case and it did come to fruition, but I didn't think they'd be in the 6 million price range. So let's just X out of all these guys because what's most important here is we just have to see $100 million budget still here. So that's one thing, but wow, Max and red bull you have 42.1 million left to fill out the rest of your grid you can't you can't do that like let's just look at this you cannot do triple red bull because then you have you're averaging five million an asset moving forward and logan Sargent is the cheapest you literally cannot fill up you have 3.2 left for your last constructor you cannot go triple red bull this year it is not happening and Sergio Perez, 20.8. So guess what? That means you can't even fit in Lando either. So that's not happening at all. The game is going to force us to make some very cool and fun decisions at the beginning of the year, which I think will actually lead into us playing the wildcard ship this season. I know a lot of fa fantasy managers last year didn't even use the wild card because it went from the meta of triple Red Bull, triple Aston Martin to the meta of triple Red Bull, triple mclaren and like there was no need to use the wild card at all but this could be like after week one half of us go one way half of us go the other or like hopefully it's more than half like 10 percent, blah, blah 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 whatever but we're all like trying to catch up to what we think is the right strategy now after one weekend or after testing we'll see what the meta kind of shakes out at but man like if you go max and red bull you're getting a lot of points that's a lot of reliability that's steady eddie high scoring points every single week but man that takes a big chunk out of your budget you are not doing a lot of fun stuff with the rest of these drivers like yeah what did i have here i had ricardo sonoda gasly i had rb as my constructor and the last driver here was i don't remember the game's so early it's just i think i probably had albon in here so 1.8 left in the cost cap, but this is kind of where triple RB is going to be pretty popular, I think, to begin the season. So I built my first team, and now let's kind of just get into like some of the other details. I'll build a second team and a third team later in the episode. Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, all these fun spots that we are uh, watching and listening to right now. But Testing February 21st through the 23rd, barring Grand Prix February 29th through March 2nd. I have set up a league, so please join that league. Uh, P3DA4NLOX08 or OX08. I'll make that a little bit clearer for next week's episode. But scoring updates and changes, this is kind of what they touted as what's new on the website. So let's go through it here just to kind of 
check it all out together. Scoring updates and changes. We made some minor changes to the scoring, how the no negative chip works. Please check the game rules sections for more, which we are about to do. The look and feel um, feels a little bit of a cop out to call that new, but a dynamic new homepage will show your top stats and scoring leaders. Can't wait. Battle mode unleashed head to head leagues. This should be kind of fun. I'm interested to see if this is like a full on league because the way they described it was kind of gave me the impression that it was just going to be you and one other buddy in the same league together going head to head each and every week. But that's kind of what we do anyway in our regular league. So we'll see if that's going to be like, can you get 10 people and you're playing one new person every week? Uh, kind of like fantasy football, that kind of deal. So that would be super fun if we could get a big league like that together. Uh, let me know if you're interested in that, and I will set up a head-to-head -head league uh, with a new league code. So just let me know in the comments below if you would be interested in that, and I will definitely get that set up because that kind of interests to try out the new version of this game. And then league updates. Pin your favorite leagues and follow celebrity leagues. Player names now show in the league table so that you can see who's leading, which sounds pretty basic, but... That's okay. Uh, it's just generally exciting that the game has launched. 2024 scoring, uh, they kind of split up into two columns here. Negative uh, 10 for extra transfers. for last. So last year it was only negative 4, and it didn't really, like, the punishment was well worth the crime, I guess. Is that how you would say that? But now negative 10. That's a lot of points you're giving up just for an extra transfer. No sprint qualifying points, which I was a little disappointed in. Honestly, like I was hoping like that's an other aspect of the game. Like we could still get points for that. They could have maybe increased the fun there. Uh, and then no negative chip. That has some changes. So here are your regular points. We're just going through that. Qualifying, still 10 points for pole. Second place all the way down there to disqualified. Uh, 11th through 20th place still gets zero points there. Constructors. Uh, neither driver reaches Q2, negative one point. So just kind of that that hasn't changed a lot. The gaming, the scoring changes. Sprint here, positions gained, fastest lap, all that stuff that we were used to from last year's game has stayed the same. Ninth through 20th is zero. Still going with like the world driver uh, championship scoring system here. DNF not classified, negative 20. Um, and then in the regular race, yep, positions gained, overtakes made, fastest lap driver of the day, constructors, fastest pit stop, blah, 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 blah. All that stuff that we kind of found out last year, and it made the game pretty fun. I, I don't really mind the scoring in the game. I know some people want it to get switched up, and I mean, that would make it a little bit more fun, but overall, I enjoy the scoring system of this game. It keeps it simple enough that anyone can kind of jump in we don't want to make it too complicated uh the only thing is i wish they would kind of update their scoring a little bit quicker i know that was quite a big problem on the first weekend last year but hopefully in f1 second year fully managing the game they will get that up to date but also you can just go on f1 fantasy tools join their patreon just plugging for like another site just fantastic resource their live scoring is phenomenal and they've already got their simulator going their team calculator for this year so definitely worth the price of admission over there here are the kind of big two changes i would say that we've got in the game so far this year 2024 scoring uh this is under faqs um how many changes can i make my to my team so before the first grand prix unlimited just stay under 100 uh dollar 100 million dollars each after each race you make 
You may make two transfers for each team that you manage. If you make more than the allowed transfers, each additional transfer will incur a 10-point penalty for your team, and you can just roll a transfer like we did last year. But what is the no-negative chip? So thinking of going for a risky strategy this week, use a no-negative chip. New for this year, no-negative is applied per scoring category, not just the overall total for the driver or constructor. You will still be deducted points for making more than the permitted number of free transfers. So... Admittedly, I should have made a slide for this so I could kind of show you what I'm thinking that's going to mean. But if we have a uh, sprint weekend, say, and we've got Daniel Ricardo, So he finishes with four points in the sprint, uh, not including positions gained, whatever. But he finishes with four points in the sprint. And then he qualifies third on Saturday night uh, and has 12 points on Saturday. But then on Sunday, our one of our favorite Australians, since there are multiple on the grid now, DNFs. Last year, that would have taken him down to negative eight points, and we would have just given him a zero, which kind of spoils a pretty good weekend for Daniel Ricardo. Like, gets taken out in the first lap after qualifying third and had a good sprint, and he just gets zero. Like, that kind of sucks. But no negative, what I think think this is going to work um, we'll see how it does actually work but i think they're just going to take just get rid of that negative 20 and just leave you with the 12 points that he got on saturday that's how i am kind of picturing how it's going to work uh if anyone knows a definite way of how that's going to work hit me up on x at unfpl and i will change my understanding of that rule so here was my second crack at an F1 fantasy team for the 2024 season with the initial pricing. And I can't lie, I'm kind of liking this a lot. I got Max, Charles, Yuki, Pierre, Alexander Albon, and then my constructors are Ferrari and Red or RB, not Red Bull. That would that would be amazing, but that's not gonna happen. Ferrari and Racing Bulls, Visa Cash App, whatever we're gonna call them. Max and Charles, very strong, sturdy pairing. This is the problem, I think, that a lot of people have with the extra DRS boost, just being able to go on any, or the DRS boost, just going on anyone. Like, there's no, there's really no upside to not going without Max. And that's a big problem for the game. If they had kind of, in 2022, the first year I played, they had a limit. You could not use your power up or i don't even remember what it was called there but uh on anyone over 20 million and we all kind of did charles leclerc at the beginning he was under 20 million probably about what he is right now 19.1 and then he eventually rose in price and we had to pick a new guy that was fun so a lot of us didn't even have lewis or max in our team because it was just you could do so much more with a well-rounded team but right now with the drs boost still being able to play on max it it's not going to be fun uh, to your overall rank, your mini leagues, if you do not have Max Verstappen in your lineup each and every weekend. So that will be a bummer. However, this is an alternative where you can go without Red Bull. You're going to save, let's check it out here. That's 8.6 million in cash just to get rid of Red Bull. Uh, Mercedes, I kind of said my thoughts in yesterday's off-season roundup video. I don't think Lewis Hamilton leaving Mercedes is a great vote of confidence for the 
uh, British outfit. So that would kind of dissuade me from going over there. But Ferrari vibes seem good. It seems like the team is kind of like all rowing in the same way. They just cooped or just swiped Lewis Hamilton away from Mercedes. So he must believe in the project as well from what he has gleamed. I'm assuming it's not like you can really tell him everything I would assume in the F1 channels, but we'll see there. It just feels like Ferrari could be a way to kind of get off the budget debilitating Red Bull Max combo there. So that would be where my head is at with Max, Charles, Yuki, Pierre, Alexander Albon. I mean, you could get rid of Albon and go up to Daniel Ricardo, and that would leave you with enough money for Magnuson or Sargent. The team feels a little bit more well-rounded when you can get Alex and uh, Yuki in there. You could also just double up on Alpine. That would be an option as well. Uh, I haven't actually built a team yet with triple Alpine, so let's uh, do that here. So if I get rid of Alex and RB and I go Alpine with Esteban, does that actually get me any significant more budget? Let's uh, find out here. Nope, I'm short. So that is not going to work there. So I would have to get rid of Yuki. That would give me S1. That would give me 7.6 million. So I could go triple Alpine with Alexander Albon, but could not get up to Yuki Sonoda, unfortunately. I guess the other option would be I get rid of Charles. Let's just look at all this right now because it is launch day, first day. We're all just kind of figuring everything out. So I go Carlos Signs, and then I could get up. You could get up to... Yuki Sonoda here or go with Daniel Ricardo right there. So that's something to think about as well. So I've got one more final team to build here, but I did just want to have a kind of like a shout out to my earlier videos in the preseason, which you can still check out at Backup Fantasy Sports. So definitely go there. But uh, this is what I was guessing when I did my price predictions early in the offseason. I gave price predictions for all 20 drivers and all 10 constructors. And I just kind of wanted to go back and see how poorly I did just to see if I was close at all. And a couple of them were all right, but uh, it did not go well for some of the other ones. So as you can see here, I've got each driver with my guess and then their actual price point. And there are some that were pretty close. The main mistake I made was I was basing all of it off of 2023 starting prices. So I was kind of like, okay, Logan Sargent was the worst driver at 4 million. They'll just put him back at 4 million. But they've really elevated a lot of the prices in the on the driver's side of the grid and i didn't really like some of these high price drivers i did not think that was going to happen at all so this is the original order i had them listed in i had verstappen hamilton perez leclerc signs russell norris but f1 fantasy disagrees they do not think that people i think they believe that People are off Lewis Hamilton now. They've seen two years of how poorly Mercedes are doing in this regulation set. And they feel like they don't need to price up Lewis Hamilton because they're not really scared of him being in a good car and taking away from a lot of like assets or just points in general. So they're not super scared of him anymore, but they have priced Lando Norris through the roof. I mean, McLaren has had a pretty good offseason. Everyone seems to be going the right way. Everything seems to be on the upward trajectory, but 23 million, I guessed 14.6 and he came in at 23. I actually, when it first came out, I closed my app 
And I restarted my app. I thought something had gone wrong when I saw 23 million. I could not believe it. But he is the second most expensive driver. The other thing I thought, I didn't think they were going to put such a big gap between Max and the second best driver, which 7 million, that's huge. That's so much money. But Verstappen is still going to dominate. So I'm not sure how we're going to get away from him in our F1 teams. Uh, but yeah, the, t- the f- I got a few pretty close. Perez, 21.3, came in at 20.8. Leclerc, 19.3, 19.1. Gasly, 7.7, 7.8. And Albon, 6.8 was my guess. And 7 million was his actual cost. My biggest misses were, I mean, Piastri, I missed by 10.1 million. I, that's another price. I mean, they are all in on McLaren. Like, whew, that's... I posted on X like the little uh, Barry from Flash with the funeral meme, just like the F1 McLaren or F1 fantasy admin with the 2024 MCL assets. Like, I don't know how we're going to get those guys in our team unless you play in a no Verstappen league, like an FPL. I know some people play in a no Holland league just because you don't want to have that kind of anchoring your lineup. So, yeah, that's the only way I can see us going with McLaren as of right now, unless they show us some phenomenal progress where they will actually challenge Red Bull in preseason testing next weekend. Moving over to constructors, and I mean, I was <laughs> I was way off on this. I mean, I think I just said that uh, I did not get Red Bull right, but I was actually pretty close there. I guessed 28.1, and they came in at 27.9. I remember uh, F1 Fantasy Hub uh, commented on my video here thinking that they would be at... 30 million red bull and i totally agreed with them it was a great point uh i just when i ran it through my very basic model to put these prices together it was just i manually adjusted it because they did come out at 30 million but i wanted to be a little bit closer than that uh i had mercedes 22.8 they came in at 20.1 ferrari i was uh in the ballpark mclaren again i just totally underestimated what the uh guys girls behind the f1 fantasy game were gonna do to the mclaren prices i had them at 12.3 and they came in at 23.2 which is absolutely absurd uh i mostly had the order okay in the bottom teams uh visa rb coming in above alpine was a little bit of a surprise williams and haas and sauber all kind of in the same vicinity though i had them within 0.6 and they came within 0.3 aston martin there i had them at 10.2 they actually came in at 13.6. But that was just a little look back at what my one of my preseason videos just to want to see if I was anywhere close. And I was on a few, but mostly very wrong. I just I did not expect some of the prices that came out in today's game launch. So I am over here at f1fantasytools.com slash team dash calculator. This is without a doubt the best F1 fantasy resource that there is on the interwebs right now because it is they do a phenomenal job over here with their team calculator their live scoring their points are up to date like almost immediately after the race and you can join them on patreon and support them which i definitely recommend as a fellow f1 fantasy manager um but yeah look at they've just they've already spouted out the best teams for the first race just based on 2023 recency weighted average which is great job by them but yeah a lot of blue here red bull alpine verstappen is the times to stroll gasly sonoda albon 
But the one of the best things about this website is you can go in and you can make them not make teams. So let's see what a non-Verstappen team looks like. Interesting that Alpine comes out on top, by the way. I really thought uh, RB would be there. But so we recalculate right away. Red Bull, Ferrari, Norris, Gasly, Sonoda, Albon, Joe Guan Yu. Seems pretty good to me. 210.2 points, though. And they actually tweeted out on X earlier tonight, kind of the non-Versappen, non-Red Bull teams all summed it up in one great tweet. So go follow at F1 Fantasy Tools on X. And then Rob, F1 Fantasy Hub, came in and quote tweeted that with more statistics the F1 fantasy community is a great place and you should go follow all of those great content creators because they are all well worth a follow and they help me out with my game every single week that there's a Grand Prix. So definitely recommend those guys. If we want to go with the insane, no Red Bull, no Max Verstappen route, what does F1FantasyTools.com tell us here? McLaren, Ferrari, Norris, Stroll, Gasly, Sonoda, Ocon. So you, the one thing I notice here is even if you take out Verstappen, take out Red Bull, like you can get two big assets and everything else is in the budget range, like less than 11 million, less than 10 million, less than 8 million, 8 million, 7 million. So you, even if you take out like Verstappen, like we just saw, we'll just do this again, just for argument's sake. But Red Bull, Ferrari, there's two, three. You got to take out one of Red Bull and Ferrari if you want to get your team up to three strong assets. Red Bull, Ferrari, Hamilton, that's an interesting one, but don't think that's going to work out for us this season. But since I am here with you guys on launch day, let's just build one last team. Together. We'll do it as my last team of three. So, yeah, let's think about this. So we were just on F1FantasyTools.com. Maybe I will go with a no-max team this year just to see what we can do. Lando, maybe just go all non-Red Bull in general. So we go Lando, McLaren, Ferrari. Where does that leave us? $34 million. That's It's, it's already going to get ugly. But three strong assets off the bat here. Can go Albon. Joe Guan Yu, he was a great asset for us in F1 Fantasy last year. Danny Rick, and it leaves me 11.8. So Lance Stroll there. That's kind of a non-Red Bull build. Ferrari comes in. They are the fourth cheapest of what I would... They were the cheapest of what I would call the big four constructors for this season. So you really want to get them in there. If... We get rid of our weakest asset there, Joe Guan Yu, and we just bring him down to budget guy here. See, that's this is going to be a problem that we're going to run to. We're going to think that we just found $2 million in the bank. That's great. Still almost $3 million short of the next best asset. So you're really going to want to round out the end of your team here if you do not go with the... If you go with the non-Red Bull route, this just would be a fun team to kind of see how you can keep up with the the masses throughout the season not going to recommend this if you are trying to win a mini league or go for a really good overall rank but could be a fun experiment this is how you can fit three pretty good assets into your team 
Uh, what do I want? I'm going to continue. going to put the DRS boost on Lando, and I'm going to call my team. Uh, the Eagle has Landoed. That's a pretty bad punny team name, but there we go for now. I believe F1 Fantasy HQ Adam just came out with an article. Haven't read it yet, but he has some good F1 pun, uh, pun intended team names there. That's going to do it for this week's episode or this kind of emergency episode of Backup Fantasy Sports for the F1 Fantasy 2024 game launch. Once again, my lead code is P3DA4NLOX08. I did just check that and it worked out quite well. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel or the podcast wherever you're watching, listening. Would greatly appreciate all of just a like, a subscribe would be great. I think I'm at 120 subscribers. Let's try and get that number up to like 150, 200. I'm going to be ambitious for the preseason. Like, I know you guys are going to be watching this over the next week and a half, two and a half weeks, game launch, kind of checking out the initial prices. Like, hit that like, hit that subscribe button. I will be here every week of the season giving you a race preview, breaking it all down, taking in other tweets and quotes from the content creators around there. Uh, brilliant assets that we should all be using. But yeah, like and subscribe. Don't miss a video. It's going to be a great season. We're all going to get high ranks. We're definitely not going to have two disqualifications to Lewis Hamilton and Charles Leclerc at Austin that has haunted me all winter. That's definitely not going to happen, guys. Don't worry about it. Uh, still recovering. I st- maybe another two and a half weeks, I'll be over it because I'll be the start of the 2024 F1 season and the F1 fantasy season. It is going to be a ton of fun. I hope you join me for the ride with the ups, the downs, the agonizing last minute decisions. I am pretty sure I'm going to be doing just a season opening deadline stream. That'll probably be my only live stream I do of the season, but I will probably be there that Friday before qualifying in Bahrain as there is a Saturday race. That's the one thing we're going to have to think of as the season begins. It's going to be tricky. People are going to miss out. I can already tell that people are going to miss out, but hopefully if you Follow me on X at UNFBL. If you like and subscribe to the channel here on YouTube, you will not miss a beat for the F1 fantasy season. But once again, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And I will talk to you next time.